This week on the I Love Funny Women podcast. Because I was like, who, who, need, who needs more anxiety in their life? COVID jokes are about to be evergreen, people. Uh, and I'm like, oh, look, people having a relationship. I can't leave my house. Maybe I'll never have one. I don't know. I'm like, who wants to watch that now? We are living it every day. Who's trying to watch that? Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast with your host, Dina Nina. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the I Love Funny Women podcast. Thanks for joining us again this week. Let's get a couple of housekeeping things out of the way. We'd be so grateful if you could leave us a five-star review because your reviews help us a ton. Also, if you have something to say, go on over to Instagram, post a video, and tag at I Love Funny Women with the hashtag HeyDina, and you could be on the podcast or on our YouTube. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and we want to hear from the funny mothers. If you're a funny mother or you have a funny mother, do the same thing. Tag us in a video with your funny mother with the hashtag HeyDina and hashtag FunnyMother, and you or your mom and your mom could win an I Love Funny Women gift bag but submit before May 3rd. Hey, all you funny women. It's Door Girl Greg, and I'm here to say thank you for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. And if you haven't yet, go over to the socials. Go to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or even YouTube and check out at I Love Funny Women. Do it now. Do it. Do it, and I'm going to pour sparkles all over you. Now let's get into the news. The FDA and Johnson & Johnson have announced they're back on after relationship counseling. Announced last week, the FDA released the hold on the J&J vaccine with a warning about potential blood clots. The CDC and the FDA say that the advantages far outweigh the risks. Johnson & Johnson will be launching a marketing campaign to rehab the brand from the negative attention it's receiving, calling it the all-new Janssen vaccine with 90% less clotting. We've all matched with someone on apps that makes us want to crawl into a ball and never come out. So when a Bumble user was matched with a Capitol insurrectionist, Robert Chapman of New York, who openly bragged about storming the Capitol, she told him, we're not a match. She reported him to the FBI, and rumor has it she changed her profile picture to an image of the Earth being round and added to her description that she believes in evolution. Chapman felt okay with the unmatch as he is not a lefty libtard and then was arrested, which he was not okay with. Rumor has it that the Bumble user has now moved to Canada. Caitlyn Jenner announced that she would be running for governor of California. Governor Newsom is up for a recall election, which, if successful, would make Jenner the highest profile candidate to be in the race. Jenner, a notorious Republican and reality star, was skewered by Bill Maher, who said, I wasn't sure about the whole man-woman thing, but capital gains, born that way. Look, I'm not a fan of Caitlyn, but trans people are not a monolith. We have different values, different political views, but the one thing we can all agree on is that Bill Maher is a fucko. There are well over 150 anti-trans bills that have been introduced into state houses all over the country. One of those bills hit Kansas Governor Laura Kelly's desk last week, and she immediately vetoed the bill, saying... 
This legislation sends a devastating message that Kansas is not welcoming to all children and their families, including those who are transgender, who are already at higher risk of bullying, discrimination, and suicide. We're pleased to see that the spirit of Dorothy lives on, but while Kansas recognizes the threat of these bills, Republicans in many states are experiencing trans panic because trans children are out to terrorize the country by playing junior high basketball. The 93rd Oscars were last night, and we had the opportunity to speak to one of the vocalists for a song that was nominated for Best Song from a Motion Picture. The song Husevik from the motion picture Eurovision, The Story of Fire Saga, had Molly Sandin, also known as My Marianne, who sang the song with Will Ferrell. And Molly is no stranger to the Eurovision Song Contest. In 2006, Sandine represented Sweden in the Junior Eurovision Song Contest and came in third. Hi, Molly. Hi, Dina. It's an honor to just be nominated. Okay, so I love the song. It was crazy about the movie. How did you get involved with the project? Well, I was in L.A. on holiday, a vacation, and one of my producer friends called me and said, will you come lay some tracks? And I told him, yes, if he'd buy me dinner. I hadn't eaten in a month. I mean, we were going to be in L.A., for God's sake. I had to get into a two-piece. Well, I've given up on a swimsuit body. So you're Swedish. How was it singing in Icelandic? I felt like I was recording a song for The Sims. Have you ever tried to sing in Simlish? I I actually have. That's basically Icelandic. I've heard you say that you've always wanted to be known for singing power ballads, and now here you are singing a power ballad. Yes, I was born too late. Like... I should have been the Lita Ford of Sweden. You'll always be the Lita Ford of Sweden to us. And what are your plans moving forward? I'm going to submit another song for Eurovision and then open a chain of knitted cap shops like IKEA for knitwear with meatballs. Well, that sounds wonderful. Thank you so much and congratulations. Thank you, Husavik. Now let's go on over to our resident sextrologist, Renee Hayden. The full moon in Scorpio is going to have you facing some fears and push you to deeper intimacy. A Plutonian retrograde beckons renewal or possibly a colonic and Venus trines Neptune with some maritime sexcapades. I'm your resident sextrologist Renee Hayden and this is another Sex with the Stars. April 26th is a full moon in Scorpio. And this is a time of profound exploration of self and to embrace rather than ignore your deepest fears and anxieties. Delve into your deep cravings for intimacy and allow the intensity of this movement to fuel your sexplorations. I know it's scary, but meet that fear and summon the courage to be loved in your darkness and in the dark. I summon thee to my bedroom. If anyone knows her sexuality, it's the femme Scorpio. She is distinctly aware of her libido 
and regenerates through merging. So heed those traffic signs and merge down to the root chakra, baby. This full moon prepares us for the next day when Pluto, the ruling planet of Scorpio, goes retrograde, opening up the subconscious to how we experience renewal, rebirth, power, and sex. Pluto is here to shake your towers so that you can rebuild on a firmer foundation. It's time to cleanse. Get a colonic, put those toys in the dishwasher, and have at it. This movement lasts until October, so this is a marathon. Not a quickie, ladies. I am going to have to ask you to slow down. It's the season of Taurus, and the weekend's going to be decadently sensual. Venus and Taurus trines with Neptune and Pisces, so fantasies of love abound like blossoms of spring. We're on the Love Channel. You're listening to KLOV, the Love Channel. So ring up that X for some sex that's like old jeans. Comfortable and worn in, not worn out. Okay. Ask your partner for some dreamy playtime. What's your deepest Neptunian fantasy? Hot tub hijinks? Flowing with the tide of your orgasms? Being fed grapes on the high seas or floating effortlessly while being stimulated to your deepest joy? Ahoy, matey! I'm Renee Hyden, and this has been another Sex with the Stars. Dina, back to you. And thank you so much, Renee. You can find Renee on Instagram at Renee Hyden Soul Therapy. This is Door Girl Greg, and you're listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. And if you looked at me right now, I'd be twirling around like a fucking fairy. This week we have a comedian that is amazing. I love her so much. We met at the Lady Laughs Comedy Festival several years ago. She's performed all over the country. She's from Chicago, currently calls Los Angeles her home. Please welcome Winter Spears. All right, so our guest this week is an amazing stand-up comic. She's based in L.A. from Chicago. Um, She has been on the Lady Laughs Comedy Festival as well as Women in Comedy. Please welcome Winter Spears. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. If I had known the world was going to shut down, maybe I would I would have gone to your festival another year in a row. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh, because you know how you are. Like when you've done a festival and then you get invited somewhere else, you're like, oh, well, I want to sort of go and see what everybody is doing. I was like, had I known it was all going to turn out like this, maybe I would have gone to Wisconsin another year. <laughs> we would have loved to have you. <laughs> it was so fun. How is it possible that I lived in Chicago for so long and had never been to Madison? That's so weird. I know. It is weird. So weird. <laughs> it's like the place that everybody goes. They're in the right. Dells. But you know what's funny is that there's so many like transplants from Wisconsin to Chicago. I was like, there was never a reason for me to go. How is that possible? <laughs> it's a fun place to visit. I love it. it. It's a it's completely adorable. It's completely yes, adorable. It's so adorable. It's like it's, it's walkable. They've got cute little restaurants. It I was like, how is it possible? I've never been to Madison right. before. Right. See? Two and a half hours away. All you gotta I do. know. I know it's cute. It's a nice little drive. It's not such like a. It's a long enough drive that it's a nice drive, but it's not crazy. Right. How do you like L.A.? You know, L.A. You can't beat the weather with a stick. It's between you know sixty-five and eighty and sunny every single day. Uh, so that's what I always tell people: is like you can't beat the weather with a stick. I think it's um, 
uh, what's more difficult, I think, is because people are in their cars so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's so much driving, and I feel like everyone says this, but it's so true that it, you have to make a concerted effort to like find your community and make sure that you, you have that you have people here and friends here who um, support you and who are you know who are part of your tribe. Just because you could spend a week in a car and not see anybody you know, and this is before <laughs> the pandemic. No, it's seriously this is before the pandemic. Like in Chicago, it's so, you know, I feel like everywhere I went in Chicago, I could see like, I'll run into friends on the bus or um, I'll run into friends walking around downtown and that kind of stuff. I feel like that always happened. And not that that doesn't yeah. happen here, but I feel like it's fewer and farther between. Like I was, um driving the other day and I was like, oh, I know that guy like two cars away, but you're like, what can I do about that? You know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah, I know totally. him, but they're two cars away. I don't, I mean, I feel like that, w- I drove a lot when I was in Chicago, but I also mm-hmm. saw a lot of people, but mm-hmm. um, I was on the freeway in rush hour and two comics in the car right next to me. And I was like, what the heck? And we were just like waving at each other. That's and I was funny. like, this is on the freeway. But that, and that does happen. You see people, you're like, oh, I know that person. Oh, yeah. what's, what's really funny is uh, I saw a really close friend of mine one day when I was driving and I literally called her from the car and I'm like, are you on? And she's like, yeah. And we had a whole conversation. <laughs> That's how you literally I was driving behind her and (laughs) chit chatting with her. And another friend of mine, um, I ran into her at an audition. And then I never want to be the person who is chit chatting with someone at an audition. I just want people to be able to do what they need to do. I don't want to interrupt them. I don't want to mess with their process. And then I texted her after, like she went before me, and then I went. And then I texted her after, and I was like, I, I was like, I wasn't trying to be rude. I only said hi because I didn't want to interrupt you or your process or whatever. She's like, I'm at the beach. Come sit with me. So literally, we like hung out on the beach for an hour in Santa Monica because you know, whenever you drive, whenever you drive to Santa Monica and you don't live in Santa Monica, that's your whole day. So yes, the um, whole so, day. <laughs> and that's your whole day. So when she was like, come hang out, I was like, yeah, it's gonna take me two hours to get home anyway. So we like hung out at the beach for a while because you know. She was in Santa Monica and I was in Santa Monica. I think like auditions are a weird beast because I run yeah. into the same people at almost like oh, there's at least someone I know r- reading for the same part. Like when I go to an actual audition, no matter where I am in Chicago or LA, you know, yeah, like because your people, the people you see at your auditions are the people you see at your auditions. So there are right. people that I would see at auditions in Chicago that now I see at auditions in LA because your type is your type. And when yeah. you're getting called in for something, those people are getting called in for it too. And that's how I've gotten to know a ton of people is just because I saw them in auditions so much. They're like trans people. Right. Okay. Yeah. I know I know who I'm gonna see at that <laughs> I know, audition. I know who my I know who my group is. I know who my group is. <laughs> So you're loving it and you're still doing comedy out there. I, I am. I'm still, you know, I'm still plugging away, plugging away. It's been, it's so bizarre now just because I, nobody knows what all of this is going to look like Yeah. because it's all just, we're partially in stasis and partially like, well, how long is it going to be this way and yeah. how are we going to make this work? So I'm sort of, uh, living in, you know, I just, I, I do comedy shows online a lot. Uh, whenever people ask me, um, I've been working, but I'm not working like at the moment, but I'm supposed to go back to work in the next, I think month, month and a half or so. So 
there are things. So I'm whenever people ask me to do shows or whatever, I'm doing it just because I want to at least keep writing, keep staying in practice. And then I'm like, yeah. how long are these? I was like, I need to keep doing these COVID jokes because I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do them. But also, I think this is going to be the thing that we're talking about for the rest of our lives. So COVID jokes are about to be evergreen, people. COVID right. jokes are about to be evergreen. Do you um, remember when? <laughs> right. That's because we all have this collective memory now. Yes. And for trauma. Our, right. So for like our parents and our grandparents, it was like the Vietnam War and like the Depression and World War II. And for us, remember that time we all just stay in the house? Remember COVID? <laughs> like that's going to be the that thing that year. we're Right. right. Or whatever year. it ends up being. Right. Whatever it ends up being. We're going to be like, remember that time we couldn't leave our house ever? Remember when people were fighting about wearing masks? to save other people's lives. Remember that? Yeah. Remember so. when we used to be able to go outside? Now it's been right. 10 years. Right. Remember when COVID-19 was just a little fluffy bird? Now it's like COVID-53. Remember when we weren't a dystopian society and then we were? Remember that? Right? right? Yes. Uh. <laughs> so it's hard to know what all of this is going to look like in sort of I don't know. I think it's 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 yeah. a, this this moment is just constantly evolving, and we are just trying to hang out. I'm just trying to hang out for. Let me speak for me. I'm just trying to hang out for the ride and see <laughs> what's happening. And it's hard. I think what's really difficult is, and I and I feel like I'm not. I feel like everyone feels this way. Is that it's so hard to sort of focus and concentrate when people are like, well, now is a great time to get some writing done. Now is a great time to write your pilot or your. And I and yes, it is. But also, how many COVID variants are coming out? What were articles am I reading? Like, there's so like there's so much information that I'm just like I feel like I feel as if I'm inundated with yeah. uh, variants and when are vaccines coming out and who can get them? And also, I feel like there's a sense of of anxiousness that everyone has and has had since the beginning. But now it's an anxiousness combined with exhaustion because we're coming yeah. up on a year. We're coming up on yeah. a year. Yeah. So I just, I, I don't know. It's, we are all sort of, I think I'm just trying to do the best I can. I love it. And also like, it's time to write your pilot. Well, how do we write a pilot? It, is it, are we going to be able to be in crowds? Is there going to be like a room where I can have, uh, you know, a party room? You know, is Russian Dolls ever going to come back? You know? Am I just writing a Zoom show? Because right. we can't be in the same room together. Because they've done that. Like NBC has a Zoom show. Um, I think Netflix has a Zoom show. There are a couple of shows that are Zoom that are actually Zoom shows. Connecting is a show that they did entirely on, well, Zoom or whatever the equivalent of that is for network. But yeah, yeah. like Connecting is a show that has been born of this pandemic. Social distancing on Netflix is a show that's been born of this pandemic. So my question is, is, is that how we're writing pilots now? Is that what it's got? Because right. we don't know how many people are going to be able to be in a room together. Yeah. And I wrote, so my friend Simone Misik is in um, the courtroom drama on I don't CBS. know Simone well, but she is friends of friends of mine. So I know who she is. I know. Who I she love is. her yeah. so much. I, we used to work together a long <laughs> Look at me. My friend Simone Misik. I'm so. Let me, let, me, let me pick up that name you just dropped. Here you go. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, she's, oh, she's the star yeah. of that sitcom yeah. All Rise. Oh, here's the name you dropped. There you go. Yes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. So I, I haven't seen anything this season, but I saw mm -hmm. like the very last episode 
uh, of last season and it was all virtual. Like it was all done virtually. And, and the fact that they made that happen and I had, didn't see it, but I know like everyone was talking about it. And mm -hmm. the fact that they made that happen in that span of time is nothing short of amazing. Agreed. Agreed. And I was like, wow, holy crap. Holy cow. Is the mm -hmm. word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but so for the writers to really to say that, okay, we have to, this is what the episode is. How do we make it work when no one can be in the same room together? Yeah, yeah. I was impressed, I'm going to say. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. Uh, do you feel the same when you're watching like a, a series or TV show that was recorded way before the pandemic and you're like, oh my God, you're so close to each other. Right. And then you're like, oh, this was in the before times. This yes. was in the before times, before anyone had to worry about those things. Uh, so, yeah, when you see people, and because I, what I feel like I've gotten used to now is every time I watch the news or whatever, everyone is just sitting so far away from each other. Like, the camera angles have to, the they have to be so wide because everyone is sitting so far apart if they're in the same room together. Yeah. Uh, so every time you, I see something in the before, I was, when did, my first question is, when did they film that? That's all right, right. <laughs> it's so weird. Because mm -hmm. all I'm thinking I'm, is, mm, I wouldn't be in that room. I was like, you couldn't pay me. All those people, right. no way. No way. I'm like, I just miss spitting on mics and handing it over to the next performer. That's like my. <laughs> if I can tell you now that I was reading on Twitter today. Um, the people were talking about what what was your lockdown day because everyone's was different depending upon where you lived. So I very specifically remember I had a show on March 12th and I didn't even question doing it because they hadn't shut LA down yet. And mm -hmm. then for me on the 16th was the day that everything went into lockdown, March 16th. But knowing what I knew, if I knew on March 14th, what I knew on March 12th, I for sure would not have done that show. Because yeah. by the time March 14th rolled around, I, I, I was reading, I was looking at all the stuff, and I said, oh, this is this is serious. And I and that weekend, I can't, I had all these things that I was supposed to do, you know, shows, whatever. And I canceled everything because my thought was, this is about to shut everything. Because once they shut down the NBA, I was like, oh, this is about to be a thing. <laughs> So I canceled everything and then work stoppage was March, March 16th. So that was the day. Um, but knowing if I had known on March 14th, on March 12th, what I knew on March 14th, I would not have done that show. But what was funny is when we did the show, uh, the host would uh, give all of us hand sanitizer between sets. So we would all like sanitize our hands between, like we would walk on stage. He would say, give us the sanitizer. It was a bit, it became a bit. He we would walk on stage, he would introduce us, we would walk on stage, he would give us sanitizer, we, and then we would take the mic from him. And thank goodness we did that, because yes, so far yeah. I haven't been sick. Uh <laughs> but it was a yeah. it was the kind of a bit. And yeah. I was like, oh, if we had all known much better, we pro none of us probably would have been there. That wouldn't have been funny and it wouldn't have no. happened. <laughs> no, none yeah, of us would have been in that very low ceiling, small room. None of us. Right. I posted something in January with a lady with a mask on. And I was like, when I survived the pandemic and people were like, you're just being extra. And then a month and a half later. How extra am I, boo? How extra? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And, what, <laughs> and what's funny is I didn't realize how early it had gotten into everyone's consciousness because I was doing a show at the end of January and I mentioned 
And I have a videotape, and I I say videotape, but you know, I have whatever we have now. That's <laughs> um, but I have video of me mentioning coronavirus in that set, and I and I was like, "Huh, look who's being kind of prescient." And I think I just threw it in there because I had heard it on the news, and I was like, "Oh, this can go at the beginning of that joke. I can throw this yeah. this topical thing in there." And I was like, "Wow, look how topical it still is over a year later." Right. Right. I remember seeing things about it and hearing about it and being like, okay, I just want to be extra careful, you know, mm-hmm. say, you know, wash right. my hands, blah, blah, blah. And right. then I went to Texas in the middle of January after a, an extra AF live show. And then mm-hmm. a, a student showcase, my students had a showcase right. kind of in the late middle of, Jan- of February. And then I went mm-hmm. to Texas for about a week and a half. Right. And then, on the way back, because I was supposed to turn around and fly to Austin for South by Southwest. Right. And on the way back, I was like, okay, what's happening? And then a mm-hmm. couple of days later, South by Southwest canceled. And I was like, oh, oh. this is, it, they that's money. You know, like you don't just cancel money. <laughs> that's the thing. When they started canceling things like, you know, once they start canceling things that make billions of dollars, I was like, oh. This isn't going to go well because they're <laughs> leaving. They said, oh, no, no, no. We don't have the money. We don't, There's not enough money to make this okay. We don't know what we're dealing with. And I think, think to a certain extent, we still don't because once mm-hmm. everything is everything is constantly changing and once variants come out, you know, that's that has changed the game again. Mm-hmm. Now we're wearing three masks. <laughs> right. I was, I was like, oh, the double masking. And then... I've been trying to go for, I try to take a walk at least three to five times a week just to get out of the house and, and get some exercise. And uh, But, you know, I take the same route all the time because I don't want to run into too many people. And even still, when I understand that people are walking their dog or running or whatever, but how we are almost a year into this. How are you not wearing a mask? I don't understand. So, so this um, is, I think that's so interesting because like, I'll go to the dog park and I'll be with my pod, but I'm, we're not masked when we're walking and there are about 20 people there, but they're all separated. So I don't feel as scared about it. I don't feel freaked out about it, but so that's like a quandary. Do I need to be wearing it when I'm at the dog park? This, Do is, I, my no, only, I, this is my only concern. My concern is I'm not worried about I don't ever want to be the person who is is putting someone else at risk. So I always like I just always have it on just because I just walk I, up to people. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand like if people and if especially if people are making a concerted effort to make sure that they stay away from people and all that. But you know, it's like anything else. If I'm if I'm out in society with other people, I just feel like I don't ever want to be yeah. the person who's like was that my fault that so-and-so mm-hmm. maybe got, like, you know, people remember when people were having secret weddings and whatnot? And I was like, guys, what are you doing? What, when it's they were, they're be, still doing it. I know, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Um, But I was like, it's not going to be a secret when people get sick. Right. Not going to be a yeah. secret. I pretty much go from my house to my office. Very few people are in the building. Uh, I'm, when I'm in the hallways, I'm in a mask. Like, I have three people that are really in my pod and mm-hmm. one person who I, hu- well, two people who I hug. Cause mm-hmm. if one of us gets it, we're all going to get it anyway, because we've been right. So you've been in the same, right. It, we've been in the same pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We call it a quarantine. 
Oh, that's so cute. You should get t-shirts. I know, right? You're quarantine. <laughs> the only, <laughs> the only person I've seen, how many people have I seen? I've seen three people during the quarantine. And even like, and it wasn't like, it was always outside. Everybody was masked. I, um, one person, and this was probably May of last year, we touched elbows. Um, and yeah, I, and my mom is here. Thank goodness my mother is here with me. So I don't have to worry about her being in Chicago, but she's like, you know, it's just, it's just me and her. We, we take drives yeah. periodically. So we don't go crazy. Um, every time I go to the grocery store, I almost have a mini panic attack. I was like, oh, I have to go to the store again. And I go to the store and I know you can order and all that stuff. And there are some things that I do order, but I, I live in fear of, of not being able to leave the house once I have spent a period of time not leaving the house. You know what I mean? Because when quarantine first started, I very specifically remember uh, I was two weeks. We were two-ish weeks into almost three weeks in. And I had to go to the grocery store and I hadn't been anywhere. And I had to talk myself down from a ledge because I was like, oh, my God, I have to go outside. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, I, no, 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 you go outside all the time. It's gonna, you have a mask. It's all gonna be fine. It's all gonna be fine. I definitely remember at the beginning washing all my groceries. You know, washing everything out on the sanitizing everything. But I also remember people coming close to me, and I would be like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking flip. I'm gonna flip on these fucking people at the at the grocery store. Yeah, grocery store is the. I feel like, but even and more often, like even now, it's been pretty okay. But every once in a while, there's an outlier where someone walks too close behind you, and you're like, I'm gonna need you to step back. I Mm. I don't. I need you. I mean, I'm gonna need you to step back. Stop. Stop standing so close to me. Stop it. Do you not realize this is a pandemic? Why are we all wearing masks right now? What are you doing? And I, my whole take on the mask under the nose thing is like, it's the new affliction t-shirt. Like, is it? (laughs) I believe that if you wear a mask under your nose, you have an embroidered pocket, you have an affliction t-shirt, and you probably say, bruh, all the time. That's just, like, and I would probably date you in the before times. Is what You're like, you would have been in my profile in the before times. <laughs> I, would have, I would have swiped right. 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 It's so, but it's so funny the things that, and and I, I try to be as gracious as I can because I know that we are all sort of, we are all struggling. We are all white knuckling. We are just, we can, oh my goodness. Oh my, because yeah. it's just so, it's it's all just so, it's all so wild. It's, it's all like this movie that we have no idea how it's going to end and we've been in for 11 months. You're like, you're like, I'm tired of this movie. When is it going to be over? So did you watch a lot of things like Contagion and you know what's funny? Series and I couldn't believe when, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic when all those movies were trending, I'm like, who wants to watch that now? We are living it every day. Who's trying to watch that? Um, because because <laughs> I was like, who's who need, who needs more anxiety in their life? Who needs more anxiety? I don't. I don't. Uh, I've been trying to. I've been trying to uh, watch things that are comforting to me. You know, like movies that you see and you're like, oh, I love that movie. Um, I've watched, what movies have I watched? I watched Moonstruck a fair amount at the beginning mm. of the pandemic. I don't know why that movie, I'm not sure. I was like, I don't know why that movie. Maybe because I feel a kinship with Olympia Dukakis. I'm not sure yeah. why. 
Um, but there was something about that movie. I watched that a lot during the pandemic. Um, uh, I what, what other movie did I watch? Um, I've been watching like romantic comedies, like something new is always fun. Um, things that I'm like, oh, I remember when I saw this movie and life was good. Remember when life was good? Uh, and I'm like, oh, look, people having a relationship. I can't leave my house. Maybe I'll never have one. I don't know. Right. I was like, <laughs> luckily, the muffin shop closed about a year and a half ago before this. So I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done deleting my apps. So now it's like, I kind of, I kind of want to swipe right now. Have, right. And I know people who have uh, sort of been like, and there are people who are out here dating during the pandemic. I was like, but do you know what anyone's COVID protocols are? I wouldn't right? be comfortable. I wouldn't be comfortable. Um, I'm trying not to, uh, you know, Porto's, right? You know, Porto's in LA, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there's a Porto's not too far from where I live. So I, I don't want to say I've been a super frequent customer, but I find myself going, wait, what can I order? Do we have enough cookies? Like it's, it's a constant struggle. Um, so I'm not, I haven't been, I haven't been like every week, but like there are periods that I'm just like in the last four days, I've thought to myself like five times a day. Should I be ordering food from Porto's right now? No, I should not. No, I should not. No, I should not. Because um, I got Porto's for like for my birthday. I got my birthday yes. was in January, and I got Porto's for my birthday, so that was great. But like periodically, I'm literally just looking at my phone, going, "Do I want some of those caramel cookies? I think I do." And I'm like, "No." <laughs> And my dream and is sometimes I just it's not that I'm hungry, it's just that I'm a little bit out of sorts. And I was like, Yeah, I could, you know what I mean? I could be eating right now, and I'm like, No, I should go for a walk. I will tell you, if I were in California right now, I would probably be uh grabbing pints of Coco Bella every time I turn around. <laughs> like that, that <laughs> I would be like, I also feel like if this pandemic lasts about three months more, I will be uh, essentially Gilbert Grape's, Grape's mom in my house. No. Like it's just, I, I've gotten to the point where I have to lift my belly to shave. <laughs> what I, that, hence, so I've been, I feel like I've been riding the line because I've been, I'm like, okay, but if I walk, three to five times a week i'm maintaining so like even if you know what i mean i was like i'm 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 main, like i'm not i'm maintaining i'm not you know I, because the first three months it was it was rough and i was like okay if i'm going to continue i need to do if i'm going to continue to 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 uh emotionally eat i'm gonna also have to balance that out with something uh so <laughs> hence hence the regular so I've, I've taken up a lot of so there's been a lot of podcast listening Listen yes. to a lot of podcasts while I'm walking. Uh, Brene Brown, yes, is, is, is very calming. She's very calming. Um, uh, yeah, I've been listening to uh, who else have I been listening to? Um, I've listened to uh, Michelle Obama on several podcasts. Uh, I've listened to uh, Beautiful Anonymous, uh, which is which is really fun. It's just people calling in and telling these really amazing stories anonymously. Uh, so you know, I'm trying to. Uh, trying to take my brain out of CNN mode when I'm not yes. at home glued to yeah. uh, the television. So, so and that's hard. how I know it's it, there's the, the news cycle is constant. <laughs> and I I did a tweet not too long ago where I was like, 
every time I put the internet down for five minutes, something crazy happens and then I have to catch up. Like, you know what I mean? Every yes. five minutes, I put it down for five minutes and something, and then, then all of a sudden people are tweeting about a thing I know nothing about. I was like, wait, I gotta look that up. Hold on. <laughs> I do feel like it's slowed down. I mean, it's not as interesting, the press conferences. <laughs> no, no, but it's, isn't it wonderful to have adults back in power? I mean, people well, who know how to throw a meeting and take questions and be nice and give coherent answers. It's 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 just oh, it's like it's just so to not have to worry about that is is so that's freeing in a way. Yeah. It's, it's freeing. Well, Winter, thank you so much for joining us on the I Love Funny Women podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And you can find Winter Spears on all the social medias. Find me on all the things. I'm at Winter Spears. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the things. Love it. Thanks for listening to the I Love Funny Women. You can find us on all the social media at I Love Funny Women. And of course, find us over on our YouTube the podcast was written by me, Dean and Nina Martinez, and Lalita D. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Dean and Nina Martinez. And Lalita D, who also played Molly Sandine, you can find her on Instagram at Lalita D Comedy. Thanks to our glamorous door girl, Greg, and you can find him over on Instagram at GG Potter. And our announcer, Krista Garner, can be found on Instagram at Krista Garner. This is an Artemis Glow Studio production in association with Crossover Media and AMG. See you on the YouTube and see you next week right here.